As the writer says, the road or the bridge or the way that leads to destruction or a destructive life is wide and the gate thereof is also wide. But it also says that the road and the way to life, um, the gate thereof is narrow and the gates thereof and the way is narrow. So you choose today which bridge do you want to cross? The road or the bridge to destruction or the bridge that will lead to eternal life? Greetings once again in the name of Jesus Christ. Now our topic for today says that a bridge to a satisfying life. What kind of a bridge is this? Is it a bridge that is made by man? Is it a bridge that, uh, that people can actually cross? What type of a bridge is this that leads to a satisfying life? Now you might be asking yourself, is there such a thing as a life that can be satisfying for myself? Is there such a thing as living a life that is satisfying? And I bring you to the answer today and I tell you that yes, there is a bridge. Yes, you can actually live a life that is satisfying, a life that is fulfilling, and a life that brings you closer to God. But before we begin, remember our topic today says that a bridge to a satisfying life now for our first verse we're going to be opening john 3 verse 16 which says that for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever shall believe in him should not perish but have eternal life now now we see that in the bible they're bringing a picture of a certain bridge right they're bringing a, a, a a picture always says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever right it does not say that um if who um let's say the, the the rich or the poor if only the poor believe in him or only the rich believe in him or only the middle class believe in him but the bible says that for whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life so now we realize that Jesus is not just for the middle class. He's not for the poor. He's not for the rich. But he's for whosoever who wants to believe in him. He says that you shall not perish but have eternal life. Now for our first uh, point, we're going to be looking at the point that says Jesus came from heaven and to earth. Now we might be asking, when did Jesus, when was Jesus introduced into the Bible? Now if we look back, right, they say there comes a point whereby they ask him and then Jesus says, before Abraham was, I am. Which shows that Jesus did not just operate from the New Testament, but before even Abraham in the Old Testament. And if we look at the Old Testament, um, we realize that Abraham is part of Genesis, right? Where everything was just beginning. And Jesus is saying that before even Abraham was, I am. So now we see that he is not just... Um, a mere person that operated or that started living from the time of the New Testament. But even from the Old Testament and from the old times, he was always there. His presence was always there. And he says that before Abraham was, I am. Now for the second point, right? Um, Jesus lived a, a sinless life. And we get this in Hebrews chapter 
4 verse 14 to 15, we realize that it says that Jesus lived a sinless life and he was tempted in every way so that you, he can also go back. When he goes back to heaven, he can stand for us as a mediator. When he goes back to heaven, he can then uh, stand in our place and know what it is like to be on earth. He was tempted in every way, just as we are today, just as you and me are tempted today, just the same way that Jesus was tempted in, in, in his days on earth and yet he, he managed to conquer sin and yet he was without sin right and then he says that um he lived a sinless life which is what we should aim for ourselves as well that we should also aim to live a sinless life but we cannot do that if we try to do it on our own if we try to do it with our own strength and our own might we will not be able to do that. But if we follow in the footsteps of Jesus Christ, if we follow in the footsteps of what God made, if we follow also the commandments of God, and we follow what God says for us on a daily basis, his laws, his judgments, his commands, and we try to follow that, not only with our own power, but by inviting the Holy Spirit as well to lead us as we go in this journey of life, we shall also be able to conquer sin now um jesus died to take away sin all right jesus died to take away sin and if we read in romans 3 verse 23 it says that for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god right so all of us on earth right now at this moment if you're looking at this video it says that for all have sinned and sh and fallen short of the glory of god and then when that happened jesus came to die for you and for me jesus came to die for even anyone anyone no matter how big your sin is jesus came to die for you right so it does not matter what it is that you, you think that this is too big it says that he came to die for the worst of sinners if you read the bible you find that there were people who were murderers like paul he was a murderer but still jesus came to die for people like him there were people who were con artists jesus came to die for people like those there were people who did all kinds of sinful things but jesus came to die for those type of people and jesus also came to die for you no matter how you think Think that your sin is just too bad and God will not allow you back but Jesus came to die for you but all you have to do is to ask him ask him and ask him for him to forgive you for whatever it is that you have done and believe that God came to die for you another point that we also get is that Jesus um, arose from the dead you know if we look at some of these um, let's say mere gods that people are worshipping in these days. These are people who died and were not able to resurrect. They were not able to conquer death. But Jesus, rather, he came and died and was able to conquer death so that it can be a sign unto us as well that one day if you sleep in Christ, if you sleep um, in, in Jesus Christ, one day you shall also conquer death. You shall also be resurrected as he comes down in the clouds of glory. He says that you shall also be resurrected, right? But if we look at the daily um, gods that we have today, um, and I'm not going to mention who and who, but we all know who uh, people uh, rather decide to worship instead of God. But then if we look at those people, those are people that, yes, they, they, they did, they might have done supernatural things, but they were not able to conquer death. When they died, they were not able to resurrect, 
right? And this is what we are bringing today, that Jesus came, he died for our sins, and when only, not only did he die, he was also resurrected and conquered death, which shows as a sign unto us today that definitely God, when he comes again, we shall also be resurrected and meet him in the clouds of glory. Now, if we look at uh, John 14, verse 1 to 3, um, it's, it's actually a profound scripture. It says that, um, uh, do not, do not, and I'm going to, to, to paraphrase this. It says that, do not let your heart, don't, don't let your hearts be troubled, right? Why? Because the same um, person that you see in going up is also going to come back again to fetch you. So this gives us as hope, this gives us as a, a, a way to look forward to something that Jesus who ascended up in heaven shall one day come back again as he promised in his word. If you read in the Old Testament, they promised that he will come for the first time and he certainly did. And if you look again in the New Testament, he says that he is going to come again for the second time, right? So now we must be, 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 be vigilant and be awake for he says that his coming shall be like a thief in the night. You know, when you go to sleep, you don't, you don't expect to have a thief that is going to come to your house today or on any other day you don't you're not expecting the thief to come but then and that's why the bible says that his coming shall be like a thief in the night you won't even be be, be expecting it and it shall come in surprise but the best thing you can do is to prepare yourself on a daily basis prepare yourself and align yourself with god's will for your life now just to wrap it up and to close it Right, we're going to look at how Christ's love acted as a bridge for us in order to meet him one day in the clouds of glory. He says that um, uh, in, in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15, he says that his love is so powerful that Christ came into the world to save sinners. He came into the world to save sinners. And you can find this in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15, where he came into the world to save sinners. Sinners like who? Sinners like you and me. Remember once read a verse in the previous, um, as we were coming along to this point, that says that for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Now we all need Jesus. I need Jesus myself. I personally need Jesus on a daily basis. And I need him to guide me on my life. I need him to guide me and um, lead me. For if I try to lead myself and I try to lead myself in things that I do not even know into the future, I will lead myself astray. But if we look upon Jesus, for he says that he is the way, he is the truth, and he is life as well. Now, if we look back, we can see that the road to, 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 to destruction, the road or rather the gate to destruction is a wide gate, but the road to life is but a narrow gate. And it says that many will find the road to destruction, but few will find the road to life. And it says that even though it is narrow, you can still make it only if you trust in God and you believe that God can certainly come through for you and you believe that God can certainly forgive you for your sins that you have committed no matter how big no matter how bad you think they are God can forgive you for your sins 
God is calling upon you today. Jesus is calling upon you today for a bridge to a satisfying life. Because if you live a life that does not have Jesus in it, that is going to lead you to a bridge to an unsatisfying life. So choose today. Choose Jesus. Choose life. Choose a life that is going to be satisfying. For if you live a life that does not involve Jesus, it is going to be empty. It is going to be sorrowful. It's going to be depressive. But if you invite Jesus into your life, he says that he will bring peace. He will bring peace that surpasses all understanding. And this is the Jesus Christ that I'm bringing to you today. That accept him in your heart and accept that he is the bridge to a satisfying life and choose you today a peaceful life choose you today a bridge that will lead you to a satisfying life it might not be easy but god will move with you he says that even though i walk through the valleys of the shadow of death in, in uh, david says that in psalms chapter 23 he says that even though i walk through the valleys of the shadows of death I will fear no evil for you are with me thy rod and thy staff they comfort me surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord and that's what you should move move with in your life surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life only if you choose choose Jesus choose life and choose a bridge that will lead to a satisfying life